are listening to Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World online at mrsuave.com and on modradiouk.net. I never hear that god awful nutcracker music again. It's a mod, mod Our story takes place in an orphanage with some children and a pine tree. Well, the leaves have gone, the snow has fallen on the ground. I wonder as I look out, is there something wrong? And then it becomes clear that Christmas time is near. Thanksgiving dinner was a real gas now The television's loading up with lots of ads now The smell is in the air Christmas time is near The girls and boys can't imagine their joy when Santa comes around Decorations are hung and the party's begun And there's lights all over town Message, George. Yeah, a very merry happy Christmas and send me Jackie back. It's uh, cold. Uh, John. Uh, Gary Crimble and Manny Rudolph. Ringo. Merry Christmas, happy new year. See you soon. Paul. Uh, lots of luck and uh, many presents and uh, happy Crimble. That's uh, all I think. Christmas. This is why I don't sing on the modcast very often. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Mr. Schwab's Mod Mod World. This is our 2020 Christmas modcast. I am joined, as always, during the festive season by DJ Ken. Hello, Ken. Aloha, Mr. Schwab. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Pretty good. Hey, how, how many Christmas shows have we done that have actually aired? <laughs> that have actually aired. That's a key one. There's there's at least one year without a Modcast Christmas. Um, I think there's 17 total, and we've done many of those, maybe like a dozen together, I think, at least. And then there were some like Modcast Invitational yeah. things that I did some years. And so, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch. Those have fallen by the wayside now, the Invitational. 
Well, you know, you can only do that so often. And I did, uh, I think I did four of those over the years and uh, a few years ago and then just haven't got back to it yet. I did sort of one of those for a COVID lockdown special earlier this year. That's right. So still sort of doing that. But this is Christmas, COVID Christmas. Christmas 2020, the year that uh, that almost wasn't and really shouldn't have been. I know, right? And next year, uh, 2021. I mean, 2020 will be old enough to drink. Imagine that. That's true. <laughs> when 2020 gets drunk and goes on a binge, how bad is it going to be? Did it get any worse? You know, I'm uh, hesitant to ask that question because... Um, well, you know, it, yes, it, it could get worse. <laughs> you got the water for the evening? Are you done drinking, or are you? Are you um, I, I, I've, I've had a cocktail already, but I'm just having a little gin and tonic now. Nothing fancy. I'm so foolish. I saw your clear glass. I'm thinking, is he stopped drinking? You just the water. This is, this is what I drink during my staff meetings on, at work. You know, so they think it's water. And this is our office Christmas party. It's for this year. That's a thing of the past now, right? Office Christmas party? Well, for sure this year, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had kind of gone out of style because it was, like, not PC. And then last year I was reading in 2019, oh, the office Christmas party is starting to make a comeback. And then 2020 said, mm, no, that will not happen. If we if we ever get out of this, we'll see what happens in the, in the after. Yeah. All that stuff was the before. This is the during. And, uh, you know, we've already lost tons of uh, businesses, restaurants, stores. Who knows what else? And we'll see what uh, what shakes out in the after. But, uh, who knows when that will be? Yeah, well, can't come too soon for me. We started it off with a Christmas song that was a little happier than 2020 has been. Jeffrey Foskett. That's much more than 2020 deserved. I'll tell you that. That is, that is true. Um, and we, we needed something that was a little nicer, lighter, better to open things, I think. The great Jeffrey Foskett, uh, you know, he started out a uh, power pop band from Santa Barbara, The Pranks. Is that really true? The Pranks, huh? The Pranks from Santa Barbara. And then he was in um, Papa D. Run Run for a while. You know them, they were kind of the Beach Boys influence band. Uh, then he's played with uh, Brian Wilson, and now he's uh, in the Beach Boys, and he's always put out solo work uh, forever and ever. He's working on so many albums. Great guy. Yeah. Having a tough time right now. He, uh, he has lymphoma. He has some problems with his throat, and he's lost the ability to sing. Wow. As he has before, and that's kind of a bummer, but that's 2020, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, with everything else going on, then you have to contend with that. I always knew him from his Beach Boys connection. Didn't know he started out in the Power Pub that and from Santa Barbara. Yeah, the pranks. Uh, I don't know if they ever officially put out that album. I have it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, you he, have an album they never put out. Uh, you know, <laughs> like the demos and stuff, yeah. Right. You look from certain points of the internet, it's amazing what you can find. Yeah, that is true. Um, but don't browse unprotected, especially not this year. He's got good hands. All right. Well, we have a ton of great things uh, in store, I think. I mean, don't you think so? We've, we spent a lot of time coming up with some really good stuff. We spent over an hour uh, 
a whole hour. Amazing. Close up this playlist that we had already set the songs for. That's true. Agonizing long time to figure it out, but we have, and uh, we're going to go straight into it, aren't we? We are. We're going to kick it off with, uh, well, this is kind of an upbeat set, I guess, right? Sure. All right. So, uh, right here, Miss Schwab's Mod Mod World coming up with The Flesh Tones.
to the christmas modcast for 2020 that last one was ralphie's red riders from a, by a different name we're not gonna yeah. say we're just gonna say that we've never seen ralphie's red riders and mr blue in the same room at the same time right i mean they have they have colors in their name they do they do and they have they have themes that they like to do i mean vista blue's done a lot of christmas stuff in the past and We've played that, and this is another great, uh, it's a great album, actually. There's actually a baseball-related song in, on, on this album. Of course, because they have to also do that. It's like Christmas and baseball. So that was Ralphie's Red Riders, I Won't Shoot My Eye Out. Classic uh, Christmas story reference right there. about that? This whole album is, is all Chris, a Christmas story-based. Every single song is based on a Christmas story, the movie. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing that they came up with all these songs based on the movie. That's yeah, bitching. It's, it's a great theme. Uh, right before that, in the same vein, so to speak, was The Huntingtons. It's always Christmas at my house. Yeah, where's that from? Um, do you think they are the greatest Ramones impersonators ever? No, the Riverdales are. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, but The Huntingtons, 
uh, these guys actually backed up Joey Ramone when he needed a band back in the day. But the Ramonas or, or the Rom- Ramonachers. <laughs> there, there are a few out there. Uh, the Huntington certainly rank right up there, though, and that's a that's a cool power pop punk pop punk sort of you know it fits. Ralphie's Red Riders, Huntington's. We're moving in the in the right direction. Well, sure, backwards. <laughs> Depends on how you look at that. We're back in answering the song, so yeah, we're we're going back to the top. We are going back to the top. Uh, right before that, a band that I really know nothing about. Do you know anything about Shrill Fit? No, I've never heard of them. Yeah, but that song was custom made for this year. Oh, true. And it's not even was it recorded this year or is it an old song? It's an old song. Uh, it was uh, 2017. Uh, it's from the Cherry Cherryade record compilation. Uh, that's where I found it, which is a pretty good compilation, like indie power pop kind of bands. Um, it's been a shitty year, so give me all your presents. That kind of sums it up. Pretty much. Uh, and these these uh, two, that one and the one right before it, were things that I picked because, uh, you know, it's just been that kind of year. And right before that was the Psycho Daisies. Santa Claus is coming down again. Well, you had an interesting story when we were getting this list together. There have been many bands called the Psycho Daisies. Right, and I didn't know this. Um, I knew this band from the compilation that uh, I got back in the 80s. And uh, I forget what it was actually called, but it was a bunch of garage bands doing Christmas music. It's like, it's a Christmas mess again. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Uh, From the mid-80s. And so this band from Miami, the Psycho Daisies, done a bunch of garage stuff in the late 80s, early 90s. There's another Psycho Daisies that comes on the scene in the mid-90s. And now there's another Psycho Daisies that's kind of a contemporary band from Switzerland. Three bands, same name. They all play garage rock. They all play kind of mod-friendly, psychedelic, freakbeat kind of garage rock. I mean, it's it's unusual that three bands, same name, same sound. I mean, if you were hearing them, you'd be like, these are the same guys, kind of. Yeah, that is weird. It's just... Uh... Yeah, it's just a little, little odd. I don't know. And then uh, way up top there, getting that set started out, that was the Flesh Tones, Champagne Christmas. Uh, yeah, what are you going to say about the Flesh Tones, except they've been around forever. Hey, they're still doing it. Uh, you know, I used one of their songs for the uh, Halloween modcast. Uh, yeah. Brand new, with The Face of the Screaming Werewolf. And that's just a Flesh and, you know, American Beat 84. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they've been doing this like since the mid to late 70s, right? They were yeah. part of that early scene. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, how many bands, I mean, they pretty much have the same lineup now that they did then. There have been slight changes, but even so, the lineup currently has been doing it like 20 plus years. Oh. And there are not very many bands that uh, stay together like their complete lineup for, you know, that that long uh, especially in the kind of garage punk world right especially, Those, yeah. they 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 turn over pretty fast um madness that's one i always think is amazing all the original members same seven guys 40 but they broke up for a long time and uh chas smash isn't in the band anymore oh he's not in the band anymore i thought he was he left quite some time ago all right all right well See, you learn something new every time you listen to this podcast. 
So never. <laughs> All right, that was a good set, though, man. We we got things off to a, a nice start with uh, kind of the Erod- garagey feel to it. Sure. That was it. So uh, it's Christmas. Do you have yep. any big Christmas plans this year? Now I'm going to stay hunkered down in my house and try to avoid contact with everyone. Uh, but that's the same for me every year, so it's not going to be any different, really. Uh, I I have barely started my Christmas shopping, and uh, we're recording this a scant few days before the actual holiday. And I'm in big trouble because I, I, I really don't want to go out. It's not just because of fear of the disease, but I just don't like people. <laughs> and I'm, I'm running perilously close to missing my... Uh, my, my dates on Amazon if I want to order crap online. So I, I should probably get on that after we finish recording this and do some Christmas shopping. And then what, what are your plans? Um, I'm going to stay home, continue drinking, because it's the oh, only yeah. way to get through the whole rest of this year. Oh. Uh, we have two weeks left. Is that right? And uh, fingers uh, crossed. We have 11 days left. Of this year. 11 days. Jeez. Yeah, you're right. Like, like time moves on. All right. So, um, I asked you before what your your best Christmas gift ever was, and that was the best thing you ever got. Best thing I ever got. I gosh, I don't know. You know, my parents were very generous when I was growing up, and you know, within reason. I think you know, one year, the big one for me one year was I got the Atari. We went over to gosh, I don't remember they were the guy. It might have been Fedmart. <laughs> Fedmart. Jemco. Gosh, I don't remember. It might have been Zodis. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, getting the Atari set the, the year that they came out was a big deal. And they, I know they went through a lot of trouble to get it. Um, and those things were pricey back then. Right. That was that was the it gift in like 1977, right? Yeah, God. And then, you know, uh, a year or two later, like Sears had a knockoff. Everyone had much cheaper set that, that played all the same cartridges. I'm not sure how Atari lost control of that. And that's probably why they went out of business. <laughs> but, well, you know, um, now, these these years, I mean, you know, I'm married. My wife always gets me with all my lift. No matter what I ask for, I get. So I can't complain. I, I, I've had very good Christmases. Like, you know, that Atari stands out as, as one of my, like, all-time favorite things. I was, you know, just a kid, and I, I thought there was no chance I'd get it. It's you know? funny how these, uh, every time I ask somebody this question, Almost always their answer goes to their childhood. Almost 99.9% of the time. I mean, if you ask me, it would be the year that my dad and my brother got me a train set and put it together. And they put it on plywood and a pulley system that raised it up in our like family room so that it could be pulled out of the way. But you have- I didn't know it was there until they lowered it down. Cool. Yeah. Of course, you were 37. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I just had my braces off. Uh, It was a big year. Uh, (laughs) Really cool. But, yeah, it's funny how we we have these things about Christmas, and then we often go instantly to a childhood memory when there are equally great memories as adults. But you know what I found, and I'll ask you this later, is what's the best gift you've ever given someone that almost always gets uh, an adult answer like during your adult years because you're more mature and you're better at it you admit i gave you herpes because we we weren't going to talk about the gift that keeps on giving remember this is, this is not a court of law sir 
All right. So we've got another great set coming up. Oh, um, that's the ones we picked. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all it's all of those. I'm, oh. I'm standing behind this 100%. Great set, or is it the songs we pick? What's your <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's uh, let's move on with the connection. It's the West Coast, and it's the best coast. Francisco Bay.
Mr. T. Now, you know, normally I pity fools, but at Christmas time, I'm not going to pity anybody. I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Okay? Urgh. Right, and that is Joyful Noise from Power Pop Supergroup, Empty Hearts. Gotta love that, especially at the end when they're talking about what they want for Christmas. Wally and Elliot and Clem and Andy talking to Santa. Talking to Santa. That is the supergroup of supergroups for Power Pop people. Yeah, yeah. Empty Hearts rule. And they were on a roll this year. They put a new album. They've been busy boys. Yeah, well, what else is going on, you know? They might put a new album. And right before that was... The Pencils with Christmas is Coming Again in your face. So... <laughs> uh, I knew you that, had to get that in there. Pencils were, that's a, a older, Pencils were an 80s power pop band. And uh, that was uh, called from the vaults because they never... That was another band that never actually released a proper album. And this was uh, all released posthumously. Um, so all these... That one is a very... Uh, I don't know, Beavily, Phil Spector-ish kind of thing happening there. Right. So did they only ever have singles or I believe they even no. have that? Yeah, I, they might have put out some vinyl, like seven inch singles, whatever. But uh, they recorded the full album and they just never saw the light of day until much later. Huh, 20 years later. Kind of amazing. And right before that, the great Decibels. Sacramento, right? Decibels? Is that Sacramento? Yeah. I it's somewhere around there. When uh, Angels We Have Heard on High with a little Gloria thrown in. I know, I love that. I've always loved that. And right before them, the Dolly Rot, um, hardest working pop punk band in the business these days, maybe? They never stop, they're relentless. Doing Christmas, Baby Please Come Home. That is a, that's a, well, it's a classic song. It comes off that, uh, the Phil Spector album that was what the early 60s the the christmas gift from phil Spector that was yeah. like a 60s album that actually sounded like a 50s album a christmas gift for you from phil, phil Spector. yeah exactly and it made darling love a huge christmas star i suppose i mean she was a big star anyhow about that time but that song certainly helped um and it's been covered by everybody but yeah that that's a nice power pop cover uh, just enjoyed hearing that when it came out this year and it made me feel good and I thought, well, 
this is kind of year we need something that makes you feel good, right? Uh, you would hope so. You would hope so. And then way up top there. Boston's or the East Coast, the connection singing about the West Coast. Actually, the East Coast. East Coast. It really is Boston. Talking about the Dairy Queen in San Francisco Bay, which I, I don't know if there is Dairy Queen in the San Francisco Bay. What are you going to do? <laughs> there probably is. Don't you think? Well, there's some kind of queen in San Francisco Bay. I don't know if it's Dairy Queen, but... Uh, <laughs> and, uh, okay, before we get thrown off the air for that... <laughs> right. You know, that was a good little bit of power pop, uh, garage rock sort of vibe going there. I like that. Um, that is always one of the things about Christmas that's interesting is how many different genres you can pack into a single season. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> And it's pretty much everything. So, yeah, um, it's a, the potpourri of uh, crap that we put out every year, um, indiscriminate of, of any specific taste. We yeah. just throw it on the wall and see we see what sticks. We stick pretty well. So uh, I asked you before what your uh, your best gift to get was. What what is the best gift you ever gave somebody for Christmas? Or am I putting you on the spot? I have no idea. And I, I give really crappy gifts because I, I, I demand crappy gifts. Uh, I, I don't like people giving me stuff these days because I'm at advanced age and I don't like people's taste. So I, <laughs> I, I literally just ask for gift cards. And that's what I, I just give me an Amazon gift card and let me shop for myself. And gift cards are funny because it's like, you know, I didn't want to go to the store and shop for you, but I don't trust you with cash. <laughs> I'm going to give you a gift card. And you have to spend it on, you know, whatever. Uh, so I, I don't have a great answer for you. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, let me hear your example. What's the best gift you ever gave? Well, it, it's maybe not the best gift, but maybe the funniest. Uh, years ago, I was going to give Hillary uh, a really great gift. I was going to surprise her with a cruise, Cozumel. This was about 1995. And uh, I bought a five-day cruise out of Miami or something, you know, into Cozumel. And it was going to be a big surprise, and few people knew about it. They were all in on helping me keep it a surprise. And so I had a new laser printer, and I printed out the thing, and apparently I left it on the dinner table. (laughs) I had no idea that for like two weeks she knew uh, that this was coming until after the fact, of course. So I I totally blew it, but... uh, that was a, that was a good gift, you know, right? You're, you're gonna go on a a cruise, and we had fun. It was back when people could congregate and be trapped on a ship together. Can you imagine being trapped on a ship together now? No, think, thank you. I think you and I have had this conversation. I do not like cruises because I don't like being around people. And same reason I don't like jacuzzi is because that's people soup. Yeah. Uh, and I being on a cruise, having to see the same people day after day after day. Uh, and, and plus they're floating petri dishes and that was proven as it has been at the beginning of this pandemic so i am just not a cruise guy yeah the the crew it's amazing to me that like they just launched a new cruise like two weeks ago and they were shocked to announce on the news that everybody was sick and i'm like what who thought it was a good idea to go on a cruise right now wasn't that like where, where we started getting big stories was up by you this cruise limped into into port yeah it was full of that's where the that's where the first uh, big uh, number of people were right uh, in, hey, hey don't blame this on us i'm blaming because i'm in seattle you specifically <laughs> not the rest <laughs> All of my fault no no over at suave manor 
You have a you have a dinghy parked in your jacuzzi over there. <laughs> people soup. My people soup. That's right. Park your dinghy in the people soup. How about that? You know what I mean. I know what you mean. All right, let's get on with some music. We have um, we have like a bunch of songs, and we have to decide if we're gonna split them in half or just like nail through this thing all at once. Let's do three and three. All right, we're doing three and three. Because we're so entertaining. First, we're going to wave up Christmas with Lisa Michaels.
Town kids are dreaming of sleighs And they're warm and they're safe They wait to see a blanket of snow Sweet dreams of holly and ribbon Mistakes are forgiven And everything is icy and blue And you will be there too
Living is part on and now he lives I never get a present and a scratch in his head How the little fella gets so misled In the downtown store on a silent night Holding on to mama's hand In the toy department people waiting in line Looking to meet the fat man All right, he's a bad kid. That's J.D. McPherson singing Bad Kid from his great album, Socks. Which is, I think, is a great album for Christmas. Christmas album, all originals. He met in uh, what 2017, 2018. Good album for that. Socks, one. socks. That's socks. called socks. It's socks. what you get at Christmas, right? Yeah, or or Hanukkah. <laughs> for that, we heard uh, the genuine fakes doing a cover of a of a song. Who's it by? I don't know. Christmas tree farm. Who's that by? Taylor Swift. Taylor. Oh, that's right. You told me that. And I was like, I, how would I know that? You did a hell of a job. I, you know, I didn't even know it was a cover until I, I looked up the name and I'm like, why does Taylor Swift have the same song? Like, <laughs> so then I listened to it and I'm like, oh my God, it's a cover. Uh, and to be fair, the Taylor Swift song is also good, but, uh, you know, genuine fakes, it's, it's power poppy and it's Swedish. So, We're never fair to Taylor Swift on this show. Just so you know. I, have we ever played her on this show? <laughs> no, but we're never fair to her. That's not fair. <laughs> what we started off with? We started off with uh, Wake Up Christmas by Lisa Michaels off of, um, I don't know, one of her Christmas albums. There are a few, apparently. It's her more recent one. Her more recent one. There there are a few, but that was a great song. And there were a couple of others that she has uh, the Lonely Day one, you know, on Christmas and they were kind of downers, which is the mood I've been in. I s- selected this instead because you can only be a total downer on Christmas so often, right? You know, it's it's an overplayed trope. Yeah, right. The Christmas thing. And her stuff, I mean, it's fantastic. I didn't know much about any of this, but she comes out of the whole power pop scene in L.A. And I'm more into her... I guess more recent, the last 10 years, maybe stuff where it's a little bit more modish 60s sounding kind of stuff. Right. Um, she was a little harder before that, maybe. I don't know. But... Um, well, you know, if you listen to her very first Christmas album, that she recorded with some of the guys from the Wonder Mints, it is very much a uh, almost Phil Spector-ish girl group album. Oh, OK, yeah, that's uh, it. She's always been on the poppy side. She's a wonderful artist, terrific singer, terrific musician. 
yeah, I'm a big fan of Lisa Michaels. Me too. And uh, I'm enjoying those songs and they're not um, downers like, uh, I know I keep saying this and it's horrible, right? Because it's 2020. I can't get over it. I keep trying to pick myself up with good music. And these are good songs to do that. Well, I had to stop you from, from playing Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer again. <laughs> uh, we never... Again, I know we, we can only play it 11 years in a row, right? We had to have an intervention with you about it, and I'm glad that we finally got through to you. Jesus. Uh, yeah. No, we, we need good Christmas songs. We need music like I grew up with listening from my mother's. If you're like of an age as I am, which I know you are, Ken, uh, yeah. you, you go to your parents' record collection and look at their Christmas records and it was Fred Waring and the Pennsylvanians and the Ray Conniff singers and Sammy Davis um, and Frank I up, Sinatra. I grew up in an Italian-American household so it was uh, Frank Dean and unfortunately for me Jerry Vale. <laughs> Jerry Vale. Hey that was probably a pretty good album. Uh, no it was Jerry Vale. Did I mention that? <laughs> Frank but, stuff's good. The Dean stuff's good. That uh, You know the Al Martino stuff freaking great. But Jerry Vale, that guy is a Wonderbread Wop. I do not never like Jerry Vale. Sorry. <laughs> and more on Jerry Vale later in Ken Goes Undercover on Jerry Vale. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like those kind of things we grew up on that sort of cheesy lounge music Christmas, right? But those were fantastic albums. They were Burt Camphair and all these kind of people, and it's great. Oh yeah, we had uh, we had the Herb Albert Christmas album too. Yes, right, that too. Um, all of that. I mean, I I spent this is like not COVID. It's Alzheimer's. I spent uh, a day uh, weeks ago trying to remember this one album that my mother had, and then of course realized, well, figured it out finally. It was a Fred Waring album of all people. Like it has a train whistle at the guild beginning and the people singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ring those Christmas bells. Yes, right. Yeah. In the Pennsylvanians. Uh, it's on the Ultra Lounge. Uh, it is. Part one. And uh, and then I realized that I have the Ultra Lounge one, right? And I grew up listening to my mother's version of, of like that whole album and couldn't for the life of me remember what it was called, but finally did. Anyhow, this is a long way around about, you know, all these great things that... Um, I guess we're listening to now, or I am, anyhow, as feel-good music, because we kind of need some feel-good music. Well, plus that Fred Waring in the Pennsylvania, that one particularly, that the Ring the Christmas Bells, is a polka. And nothing makes you want to drink more than listen to <laughs> I mean, I know you don't drink beer, but you hear that song, and you, you want a pretzel in a, in a stein of beer, pretty much. Um, well, a pretzel, anyhow. Pretzel. Maybe a stein of gin. Yikes. <laughs> You're hardcore, not just at the holidays, my friend. Hey, listen, that was a short set. This is supposed to be a short talk because we're leading right into another... Another short set. Before we get the hell out of here. All right. So uh, what do we have coming up next? We have Bird and the Bee, you and I at Christmas time. You know what that means, don't you? Booze.
Through the crazy, crazy snow I wasn't greedy as so many chicks are No request for a TV star I didn't ask for a trip to the left bank, man Not even a mink to my poor little me My wish was more simple More simple by far Than even a wish for a pink jaguar Santa that I wanted to ring, diamond bracelet, not even things that swing like Kenton or Basie or the freshman four. I didn't want to ring side the hungry eye, but do I wish to be like a bird and fly real, real high? I don't want diamond watches or rings, no such things. I don't even dig all the high fives that swing and swing. Just one thing I fervently hope the old cat will bring. So hours before Christmas, alone in my pad, I'm dreaming of morning and going real, real mad. Santa, bring me a man. like you. Hey there, groovy daddy, what you got up your sleeve? Well, I'm thinking about this Xmas Eve. There's this dive where the jive comes alive. Where tiki dreams come true. Oh yeah, the club Sonically bizarre. You're such an aromatic fella. Snuggle up, I wanna smell 
Mr. Suave swinging cocktail lounge now, right? Oh, it is. It's getting it a little is. swanky in here. It is getting swanky. That last swankiness was uh, Don Tiki. Oh, yeah. X Ms. Eve at the Club Bamboo. And that was uh, something that I'd never heard before, and I was uh, blown away by it when I, when I heard that. That was fantastic. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I know we usually do, like, theme shows. I don't have, we've done a Christmas lounge show before, haven't we? And we've done a Christmas tiki show. And this has not been on either of those. Yeah. Well, it was a first for everything. Uh, you know, this was our this is our little mini swanky set here. We, uh, we yeah. brought you down to the lounge, uh, took you back to old Mr. Suave history, original Mr. Suave history, where it all started before he had the, the mod, mod world. He had Mr. Suave swinging cocktail lounge. That's true. The original uh, page. Uh, you know, you can go back on the Wayback Machine, find uh, those old pages uh, from, from the original internet. Yeah. In 1996, I did win a uh, an award for Lounge Site of the Year. You won a Webby. Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't exactly a Webby. I don't even know what a Webby is, but wasn't that? <laughs> <laughs> it was from the Lounge Ring uh, Center of America. I don't know. It was something stupid. When your landing page, you had a little sound clip of a uh, was it Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? Yeah, I don't know. Probably little swing bands. Yeah. But even back then, you were creeping into. You had a page about the Untouchables. I remember that, right? So even on your on your uh, on your lounge music page, you still had a little mod in there. I did. I had an Untouchables page and a Social Distortion page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're both very happy about that. You were nothing if not diverse, my friend. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, before that, we heard Patsy Ray and the Beatniks doing Beatniks Wish from 1958. 1958. Uh, that song's been covered a couple of times, but that's the original version. Very beatniky, man. Very beatniky. It It is, and it's like, it's very beatniky. I don't know what else you say besides that. All right, we started that set with Bird and the Bee with You and I at Christmas time, and that's brand new from Bird and the Bee. Now, we were just talking about how uh, they put out the single with um, Dave Grohl playing drums. Uh, Little Drummer Boy, of course. Uh, of course. Very cool. I like the originals better than their covers uh, on this Christmas album. Um, they have this one and they have another one called Mary Mary, which are, which is kind of the same groove as this one. And uh, the covers are okay, but the originals are great. Like that one. We need more original Christmas music, right? We really do. We really do. Everybody does covers this time of year often, uh, but the originals are always really appreciated and we don't get a lot of them anymore. Right. Yeah, there's not that many instant classics these days. I mean, there's a, this article that was out the last year or two. Uh, it always gets referenced now about how Mariah Carey's song is like the last thing to go in the Christmas Carol canon. And it's like, really? Like, that's that's it? After that, we don't get anything else? Or nobody else is doing anything that good? And I'm guessing they base that solely on like, you know... Sales. Spins on Spotify or record sales or whatever. Well, you got to figure, I mean, just because of writing that song, she, she'll never have to work again. Right. No, she's a billionaire because of that, practically. No, uh, maybe not a billionaire, but... Oh, she doesn't work again. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up every Christmas, sings a sad little song, and fucks off, you know? I don't... <laughs> so this was really a Christmas gift to all of us. She doesn't have to work again. <laughs> I'm a little Christmas angry at the end there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mariah. I apologize to our audience. Is that enough? Is that good enough apology? Our audience doesn't need any apology at all. Hey, we're going to close this bitch out. What do you say, Rob? I know. We are uh, coming up on the end. It is true. I will uh, tell people that if they want to listen to 18 more of these, I think it's 18, maybe oh. 17. I don't know. It's a lot. Uh, there are a bunch of them over at mrswab.com. Uh, there's a whole list on the featured modcasts there, so you can check those out. You can follow me on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that BS. But right now we got two songs. Wait, do they go to like Facebook slash Mod Mod World? They can. I mean, that works. They can look for Mr. Suave at Facebook. They can search for Mr. Suave on Twitter. You can search for Mr. Suave on Instagram. I don't know how well any of those things work, but me telling people to slash slash something, yeah, it works to a certain extent. What about Instagram? I, I don't do that very often. What, what do you put on there? Pictures. Yeah. What else do you do on Instagram? I don't know. Instagram's about pictures, as know. far as I can tell. People go live on Instagram, I guess. That is, yeah, I suppose if you're an influencer. I'm not. <laughs> under the influencer. I'm under the influencer, that's right. <laughs> Depends on who the influencer is. Let's be careful. <laughs> Facebook, you know, you can post videos and all sorts of stuff. Same with Twitter. Instagram, you can't post anything with a link, right? So you can either post a native, like a video right to Instagram, or you can post a picture. Yay. Oh, you can't post a link on Instagram? No. Oh, did not know that. So if people, so everybody says, oh, click the link in my bio. So you have to change the link in your bio every time you want people to click on a link that's 
it's a lot of extra steps for people. And I understand you're starting a page on Parlor. Is that true? Yeah, right. That is my Boogaloo page. <laughs> Don't get me started on those guys stealing Hawaiian shirts from everybody, right? Like, or, or my God. Uh, anyhow, we have two songs left. We have The Weaklings and we have Cheap Trick. And they're a little more uplifting. At least I think the Cheap Trick one is. Well, sure. The Weaklings are, you know, I mean, the song is called Gonna Be Christmas. I can be negative about that. All right. And uh, Merry Christmas, Darlings from Cheap Trick. That was off their... They did a Christmas album, finally. 2017. They're waiting to get rid of Bunny Carlos. They were waiting to get rid of him. I think that's probably true. It's so, that makes me so sad. How do I know what that story's about, right? But Maybe he's an atheist. We don't know. I loved him and all his pictures on Dream Police with the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Um, he was the cool one. He looks like he did the band's taxes and they're like, hey, dude, can you drum? <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say, he looks like he's about 78. Um, I shouldn't say that because that's not that old. Anyhow, we got the Weaklings. We got Cheap Trick. Weaklings, Gonna Be Christmas. Cheap Trick, Merry Christmas, Darlings. Coming up. Uh, just going to say Merry Christmas to you, Ken. Merry Christmas to you, Rob. Merry Christmas to all our mod friends out there and even our non-mod friends. Maybe even more so to them. Yeah, especially both of them. Yeah, it's been a, a hell of a year, and this is always something that I enjoy doing. Even in a down year. Yeah, even in a down year. In fact, it's especially more poignant, I suppose, and uh, I always have fun with this, and I hope everybody else enjoys listening, too, as much as we enjoy doing it. So, Merry Christmas, and here's looking at a better year next year. Ho, ho, ho. It's gonna be Christmas Christmas time is here It's gonna be Christmas Bring your Christmas cheer It's gonna be Christmas I hope you're feeling glad It's gonna be Christmas
I'm <laughs> not. 